Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, sacred friends, I am Lori Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. As we kick off this episode, I am just lighting a little incense here. Mm-hmm. It's been a busy couple days in our house, and there's something about just a little bit of incense that helps me to just sink in, anchor in, and just be fully present. So I want to invite you to just and just imagine that we are in presence with each other and that you can just take a nice full refreshing breath. Ah. And a big cleansing breath, just an in through your nose, out through your mouth and letting yourself just settle in. Yeah, settle into your body. Mm-hmm. Settle into this present moment. Settle into being here in in this conversation and and connected. I'm so excited to dive into this topic today, and the topic being rituals for welcoming new crystals and stones into your collection. Now, I'm excited about this question. This topic for many reasons. One, it is a question I get a lot, like a lot. And it seems to always be the one that kind of leads the conversation um, when I begin to talk about crystals and stones. And, you know, people who aren't in this arena of working with crystals and stones are pretty much blown away by the idea that we would do something other than have them look pretty in our house or wear it as a beautiful piece of jewelry, (laughs) right? And perhaps you can remember being at that moment. So if you if you can remember that, um, let your mind just kind of wander back to just those places where um, the idea of being able to connect more intimately with the crystals and stones felt so odd or out of this world or maybe intriguing, but not really possible. And the idea of it left you going, well, how would you even do that? So I want to invite you, regardless of where you are on your um, your crystal journey, like what kind, regardless of how long you've worked with crystals and stones, regardless of like what your experience has been, I want to invite you to just step back today and approach this episode with a complete beginner's mind because I think there's something super refreshing that happens when we take off our expert hat, um, which I know so many of you are experts. You have worked with crystals and stones either throughout your entire life or for a good part of your life. And you've taken classes, you've dove deep, you have an extensive collection. 
But the thing about taking off that hat, that expert hat, and stepping into the place of beginner's mind is that we begin to see things it's like through a fresh perspective in with fresh eyes. And I think right now in the collective, one of the things that's really up for us is the opportunity to lay down everything we think we know, everything that we've held tightly as truth or as the right way to do something or as um, the, the way things should be, or this is how spirituality is. Um, this is what we're supposed to look like as a spiritual being or as a crystal practitioner. <laughs> you know how we have all of those, those ideas and ideologies that come forward in our mind. I think right now in history, like in, in humanity, we are being asked to lay those ideas down and create space for what wants to be birthed. How does, how does what we have known, what we've experienced, want to actually live and breathe with us? Laying something down doesn't mean that we are forgetting it, that we're pushing it away, we're ignoring it. It's just that we're allowing ourselves to have a new perspective, to kind of shake things up, to maybe turn them on their head or turn them upside down and look at them with fresh eyes. Yeah. In, um, in my studies with the Peruvian medicine men and women, they would talk about the Pachacuti. And the Pachacuti is this great turning over. But this word Pachacuti was woven into many different aspects of practice and sacred work. So there's a, a prophecy around the word Pachacuti and then um, this great turning over of the world. And then there are also ways that we live and experience Pachacuti's great turning overs in our own lives. And I think right now we're at a great Pachacuti. We are in the midst of a great turning over. Now, sometimes, you know, Pachacutis are short. They um, unfold within, you know, a brief period of time. And we can look back at our lives and we can say, oh yeah, at that point I had a turning over and it it lasted probably, I probably went through that for about, you know, three months or it I, that, it took me about three, like uh, three months to fully like find my groove in that turning over. Or maybe it took me a year. Maybe it took a day. Maybe it took a week. And there's all these different timelines to it, right? So like we can see in our lives where we've had transitions, changes, turning overs that took different spans of time. Well, I think right now we're the Pachacuti that we are in the midst of in humanity. There's many different layers to it. And there's many different aspects to what's unfolding and how things are turning over. And I really believe that our world is being created and recreated by the vision we're holding from one day to the next and as we move through this timeline. So doing our personal work, doing our 
own like turning over of what we have held tightly to as the way things should be um, and laying those down, letting the earth like uproot some of those deeply rooted, deeply held beliefs and ideas and ways of doing things, we can um, begin to expand our vision, begin to see things with new perspectives, new in new light. Kind of a big topic Whew. <laughs> for such a fun, light podcast. Yes, we will get to the light stuff. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, let me just say I have a new crystal and it is sitting in my lap right now. And I feel like it is just channeling information. So I think some of that's where some of this is coming from because I, I was not anticipating going here today. Um, I was thinking we were going super light and playful, um, but we will get there. <laughs> and as we lead into there, <laughs> the, the connection that's actually coming forward, the connection that's showing up is that when we look at some of the things that are light and playful and we allow ourselves to shake those up, that is just as important as what we regard as the big stuff. And here's why. The big stuff, we'll put that in like air quotes, <laughs> I'm making air quotes here. Um, the big stuff, so to speak here, um, is, is it's overwhelming sometimes to create change and to turn those things over. It can be exhausting, it can be emotional, it can be frightening, it can be challenging. There's a lot of ripples. And so sometimes diving into the big stuff is definitely not the place to start, but rather diving into some of the light and fun stuff and allowing ourselves to shake that up. It creates the space for the things that we thought were really big, that we thought were kind of scary, that we thought were overwhelming and, oh my gosh, will take forever. When we do the small fun things, it honestly creates the space for those big things to breathe and to begin to turn over in natural ways. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so here we go. Um, yeah, big message this morning, uh, or in this episode, I guess, as I'm, I'm sitting with it. Um, so we'll, I'm just going to acknowledge the crystal that I have in my lap here that seems to have a lot to share. Um, this crystal is a candle quartz. Uh, I just received it on Saturday. Um, and let me tell you, the entire week from the day that I ordered it, yes, I ordered it on a Saturday and it showed up on the next Saturday. During that entire week, we were connecting. It showed up in dream time. It showed up in meditations. It was, we were like messaging back and forth through the, the unseen worlds. So we were really connecting. And so when it arrived, it was like, boom, let's go. <laughs> and when we hit the ground running. Um, 
So, uh, so a lot of the things though that um, I want to talk about, it's like a lot of that was beginning to happen before we even actually physically met. And I think sometimes this does happen when we connect with a new crystal or stone. And when I say this, what I'm referring to is that sometimes we just feel without logic or reason inspired to go to the crystal shop or to go to a store and then we're surprised when we find a piece of amethyst or or an unusual rock on in the um on the path that we were walking um that just leaves us inspired and we know there's like a sense of familiarity like we know we were called to it like it called us there it called us to show up so um typically i'm not on facebook on saturday mornings but on the saturday morning that jennifer uh, my friend my friend jennifer over at crystalline light was doing her Facebook Live um, sale of crystals, I happened to pop on and actually click on on her video. And, you know, it just, the timing was perfect. And this was the only crystal I saw and I knew it was mine. And, <laughs> and here, here it is. So, you know, I think that happens a lot um, that we are, before we even know, we're going to connect with a crystal or stone before we even like consciously call it in there's an energetic happening and sometimes that happens um by just putting out a prayer we put out a prayer to the universe and we say hey i'm struggling with you know uh i'm struggling with my relationship with my business partner i'm struggling at work i'm struggling with my child i'm struggling to um to nourish my body in a way that it deserves i'm struggling to find a new rhythm with um with what's going on with covid and staying at home i'm trying to find a new rhythm with my children going to school from home all of those things create, like every time we, we put out a prayer, the universe answers in different ways. And the crystals and stones are as much a part of that response as our animals and nature and inspired ideas and thoughts. All of those things show up in response. That is the universe responding to our call for help. Yeah. That is how the universe responds in ways that are so much less literal than our, our linear mind thinks it maybe should be or is. It's pretty amazing. Okay, so crystals. Let's get let's just come back here. <laughs> crystals and stones and today we're really we're talking about rituals for welcoming new crystals and stones into our collections. And I'm really inviting you to have that beginner's mind. And I'm going to say some things that you're going to be like, "Yep, yep, know that, know that." And I'm probably going to say some things that make you go, oh, I hadn't thought of that, or oh, I wouldn't do that. And oh, nope, I, that doesn't feel right for me. Perfect. Let yourself filter through your sensors, your sensory system, your 
way of knowing and relating and connecting and let yourself have space to open up and discover how does this like what's really what's really calling for you right now let yourself be surprised delighted and have a little fun yes crystals want us to have fun right now so much fun okay so i've broken this down into two different sections or two different like kind of areas the first is about clearing and cleansing and just like that giving them that refresh when they arrive and then the second one is about connecting yeah so we've got a lot of c words here clearing cleansing and connecting all right so <laughs> let's look at that clearing and cleansing piece first Okay, clearing and cleansing. Well, there's the obvious ways, right? When a stone or a crystal arrives into our collection, it is really helpful to do a little clearing with it. And if you're new to working with crystals and stones, you might be wondering, well, why would I do a little clearing with it? You know, shouldn't it be clear coming here? Well, you know, we can argue lots of different perspectives here, but here's my take. The stone has been mined. It has traveled incredible distances to get with you, get to you. Between its place of origin, where it was literally birthed from Mother Earth, and arriving to your hands, it has probably been in the hands of lots and lots of different places in many different locations. And while many people really lovingly care for and nurture and take care of the stones in between, not everyone does. And from my my perspective, like the way I look at it, I think it's just a good standard practice and like just a way of like honoring the stone or the crystal as it comes into our lives. Sometimes it's not so much about the clearing and cleansing. Sometimes it's more about the honor of the journey it's taken to come into your hands. And clearing and cleansing is kind of a, a beautiful way to, to honor that journey. Yeah, so think about it as, you know, when we talk about clearing and cleansing, you can think about your practices for clearing and cleansing yourself, your space, your home, um, stuff like that. And I want to invite you to begin to bridge that idea to your crystals and stones. So think about your crystals and stones um, smudging, like beginning to work with some sacred smoke, some beautiful plant um, plant energy that can refresh and do a little bit of clearing and cleansing. When I think about um, this this energy of smudging and using incense or or plants, um, the smoke of plants to clear 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 the crystals, I my mind is like immediately drawn back to an experience I had in 2016 when I was in Peru. Um, I had purchased several pieces of smoky quartz, really amazing pieces in the market. And um, I had also purchased some gorgeous, yummy ah, incense, <laughs> some resins. Mm -hmm. mm, so I got back to my room and I had all this yummy incense and these brand new crystals. 
And I was gonna do a little crystal play and decided to kind of create this little sacred space. So I lit some incense and was burning the resin and the crystals just asked to be bathed in the smoke. It was so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Um, and they just, the way the energy danced around them, the smoke danced around them. It was like it just washed and bathed. And we were in this sacred experience together. And I think that's part of welcoming our crystals and stones. It's creating sacred experiences together. And, you know, I, I say they asked for that. They asked to be bathed. And sometimes, you know, what the ask isn't like I literally heard the crystal's booming voice. It was a knowing that, just like a knowing within. So when we are connecting with our crystals and stones, we connect intuitively. An intuitive connection with our crystals and stones that is always different than the actual, you know, the way that we interact with with others in this physical world. It's a little little different. So letting yourself trust your guidance. Uh-huh. Know that you might sound a little weird, you may seem a little woo-woo. It's okay. <laughs> it is okay. Um, but but trusting your guidance is what's most important. Sometimes that guidance is you remembering this podcast and you remember me saying, oh, they wanted to be bathed in the smoke from the, uh, the resins. And that may be what prompts you to go and do it. That is our intuition. When we are making connections outside of this physical three-dimensional world, when we're having unique bits of information come forward at certain times, what if rather than dismissing some of those, we actually looked at those as intuitive knowings, intuitive recall, intuitive connection? So I want to invite you to do that. Okay, so the first with this clearing and cleansing was to, to smudge, to smudge your crystals, to run them through smoke. And you can also do this, um, run them through the candle flame, like a flame of a candle, or if you have um, your outside by like a, a fire, a ceremonial fire, allowing the, the like passing it through like the smoke and the flame from the, the fire, that's a really beautiful practice as well. Another thing is to to wash your crystals and stones. Now you always have to be a little careful with this depending on what kind of crystal or stone you have. You know, some are water soluble and you know um, don't hold up the best in water. For example, uh, things like selenite or kyanite <laughs> um, or salt, uh, halite. <laughs> um, but, but a lot of crystals really enjoy being bathed in water and being submersed in water, especially natural bodies of water. Uh, very often when I create new talismans, um, one of the ways that I initiate them and welcome them into working together is to take them to Lake Michigan and submerse them in the lake and to do my own little like ceremony or ritual there. Another um, story that's coming to mind is this past summer, uh, Chris and I, when we were in South Dakota, I purchased a beautiful smoky quartz and um, I brought it with me down to a little lake that we were camping by. 
and I washed it in the water there and it was like night and day different before and after its energy its vitality vibrancy liveliness it just it it was like it came to life so start to pay attention to what do you notice before and after yeah notice the before and after with this cleansing and clearing part of welcoming a new crystal or stone the next thing that i think is really fantastic for cleansing and clearing is to lay it upon the earth or in the sun or in the moon. Now very often I will put new crystals right outside in my yard, but then there are times when I just don't wanna do that. And I'll choose to lay them in, um, in the window, like on a windowsill, and allow them to be in the sunlight and the moonlight uh, on the windowsill. Other things you can do is to put them in the soil around a healthy plant. Yeah, that is a really great way to just help them reconnect with the earth element and um, and do a little refresh as well. So if you think about this from an elemental perspective, you know, we just kind of ran through all the different elements. Um, the, the smudging brings in the element of air um, the, the, and, and fire. Um, we talked about working with candlelight and working with a fire and the smoke and the, the flame from the fire. We talked about washing in water. Mm -hmm. and then laying upon the earth and then again sun sun offers that fire and then um that fire energy as well the light energy and the moon that deep deep dark connection the light in the dark sky yeah so many fun aspects to play with here right from the cleansing and clearing now when we cleanse and clear our crystals and stones it can be really wonderful um, to hold an intention of clearing the crystal like hold an intention of any like anything that's not supportive for you going forward being left behind yeah it's really nice to just have like a clean slate as we begin to connect with our crystals and stones and that's where we're going to go next this idea of connecting so how can we connect with our new crystals and stones how this how can we welcome them into our collection so the first thing that i really love to do is to, to just simply take them for a walk yeah take a walk with your new crystal uh, let yourself go and enjoy being out in the fresh air. Notice how you see life differently. Notice the thoughts that go through your mind. Notice the ways, the things that you're drawn to, the ways that you perceive what may po quite possibly be a very familiar walk. Mm -hmm. Let yourself just begin to pay attention. The part of the connection process is discovering what it's gonna support us in creating awareness around, what it wants to reveal in our lives. One of the things to, to look for or to notice when we're connecting with our crystals and stones, our way of connecting isn't literal, but it, it's more subtle. And so we have to 
we kind of pull out um, our intuitive senses, our intuitive perspectives, and, and let ourselves connect with our stones from the place of our intuition. Okay, so the next thing I have on this list for connecting is to do just that, to talk to, to, talk to our crystals. I know we can talk in our mind's eye or we can talk out loud. And, you know, if we're in a public place, sometimes it's a little more comfortable to talk in our mind's eye. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, um, letting yourself talk with your crystal. Yeah. Ask it questions. Notice how it responds. Um, notice where your attention and awareness is drawn. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the response from the crystal is drawing our attention and awareness to something. Sometimes it is um, activating some one of our senses in one way or another. Pay attention to those pieces. So the next thing on my list is to tune in with your senses, all of your senses. In different ways. So um, noticing what do you smell as you hold your crystal or a stone? What do you taste? What do you know? What do you feel? What does um, what sounds do you hear? What do you see with your physical eyes? And what do you see with your mind's eye? Yeah, this is such a great practice for connecting with our crystals and stones. Our senses have so much capacity for sharing and tuning into what is unseen. And I think for most of us, we've only scratched the surface of, of what is possible. You know, and, and, and when I say most of us, I throw my, ha my hand up with that because um, I think there's so much more potential than what I have experienced or can even imagine again one of those places to just let things be t turned upside down and create space for what we can't see yeah uh, the next thing on the list is to spend some time in observation like just simply looking at it putting it in different positions holding it in different ways feeling it from different angles and perspectives what do you notice? Where does your hand naturally land with it? Where does it want to um, be held? Is there a soft spot that your thumb just wants to massage? Let yourself tune into all of those pieces and just see what's there. Yeah, see what is there. Mm. Let yourself connect in from the place of innocence, from the place of the beginner. Yes, when we come back into that place of being the beginner, we, we offer this space of innocence. We create the, um, we let go of our preconceived ideas and notions and thoughts and expectations and all of the illusions that we've held around what, we, what um, our relationship has looked like. And we create space for how it wants to shake up in our world. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have not done this already, I want to invite you over to my website, 
lauriaandress.com. And on there right away um, is a, a button for you to check out my free seven day crystal immersion journey. This journey is fantastic and it gives you seven days of connection practices, seven different practices for connecting with the crystals and stones, for sinking into relationship with them, getting to know them. It is fun. It is a lot of fun. So head on over there, check it out, um, take that little journey. And if you've already done that and you want to go deeper, join us over in the sanctuary. Yeah, the sanctuary membership circle, oh my goodness, we're having so much fun and diving into monthly messages, reflection rituals, guided meditations, sinking into other aspects of crystal wisdom and sacred practice. There's a lot of yummy, juicy goodness going on over there. It is a fantastic way to support your, um, your daily practice, your daily connection with spirit, your daily um, connection with you. All right, my sacred friend, that is what I've got for you today. I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, sacred friend, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.